If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. Welcome to Moneymaker, the podcast that gives you the tools to enrich your life in every sense of the word. I'm your host, Nelly Galan. Let's get started. So I always say that uh, the book I wrote, Self-Made, Becoming Empowered, Self-Reliant, and Rich in Every Way, I came up with that title, Self-Made, because to me, it means more than what we think it means, which I think people think it means entrepreneurship, being an entrepreneur. But to me, it has a very different connotation. And to me, what it means is that what I've learned through my life is that to make it to the end of your life, you have to make yourself over, over and over again. That it is a constant obstacle course life and you get thrown, you know, big obstacles and you have to be flexible. You have to be open and you have to make yourself over, over and over again and really be open to change. I have made myself over many times. You know, I had this girlfriend that once told me, and I, I think it's the best compliment I've ever gotten. Honestly, I better than any boyfriend. She, she said to me, you know, you're the only person that I know past 30 that has evolved and made yourself over, over and over and over again. And just, it's shocking how many times you've reinvented. And it's such a beautiful thing to witness because it's rare. And I thought that was the best compliment I've ever gotten because I think that on purpose, I do that all the time. Um, and I think that the way that I do it, and I've talked about it in another podcast, is I go further than where I am in my life. So if I'm 30, I go to 50. If I'm 40, I go to 70. When I'm 50, I go to 80. And I reverse engineer. I go, what are all the things that could go wrong from now till 80? Who are the people that haven't done it right is this a time for me to reinvent my career? You know, uh, I think TV, which was my number one passion for so many years, I kept thinking when I was 40, I'm not going to want to be doing this at 60. It's too much. It's too many hours. You know, so I think when you think ahead, you make yourself over, over and over again before you're forced to do it. I have a lot of friends that, uh, are still doing the same thing I used to do. And they're like, well, oh my God, you're so lucky you did other things. And I go, well, you could have done that too. But human nature is always to wait for a catastrophe to happen to change. And I think that there are other ways to do that better. And what I've witnessed in people that I admire, people that I look at, is that the ones that are able to pivot before the emergency happens are the ones that fare the best. So I want to tell you all the different ways to become self-made. Because I think people think when I say self-made, I mean every all of you should rush and go be an entrepreneur. Not all of us are built for entrepreneurship. You know, the other day I was at an event with a CEO. And the CEO um, 
I said, haven't you thought of going and being an entrepreneur? And he goes, no, I would never want to be an entrepreneur. I love working in corporate America and run and being a leader in a corporation. And I thought, ugh, I would never want to do that. <laughs> I mean, I've done it, but I don't want to do it again. Let me tell you that. So you have to, to thy known self be true. You have to know who are you? Are you somebody who likes the comfort of a corporation, even though there's other issues in corporations, but you like having teams that are already there for you and that you can build? Do you like having a salary and security? Not everyone wants the risk and the crazy life and the ego life of a founder. There's other people that are the number two of a founder or the number 20 of a founder and that are the support system of a founder. And those people can become rich. They can be self-made by being person three, five, 20, 70, 100. Not everyone has to find the same path. So self-made is not a one highway path. You can become self-made as, as a corporate person who has stock in the company, who then waits and stays in that company till the end. Now, the bad parts of that path is that you can get laid off, but you can find another company because people hire people from one company to another. You can also take that money that you're making in stock. You can borrow against it and start investing in real estate stocks, a million things. So you can be self-made in your home life as an investor. So you don't, you can have the day job that's very secure and start investing, live a little beneath your means and invest the money you're making as a salary and also as stock. So that's one way to become self-made. Obviously my way was to start a business, but I also started a business in something that I knew really well after I had worked in many corporations and I got the corporations to give me contracts. So I did it in kind of a safe way. That's in today's world called supplier diversity is when you work in a company. Now you don't have to work in the company. You can also be in the outside of the company and go apply for a contract. But in my case, I worked for these companies. I made them realize that I was a great employee that I was going to leave and better that they give me a deal as a vendor for them. And I did it in TV, but you can do it in any different field. You can go into a company and go, what are the contracts that they give out in marketing and this and that and the other government relations? And let me pitch myself to be, to have them be my client. You'd be surprised how often that happens. And that's a great way to become self-made and then you don't have to borrow money from anybody. They, they send you the money. You don't have to like go take venture. You don't have to be in debt. You don't have to. It's a great thing that people don't do enough. I also think there's ways to become self-made under your nose. Like how many people in your neighborhood have businesses, whether it's a retail store, different kinds of businesses that they're getting old and their kids don't want to do it. And if you pay attention, you could buy a business that already is up and running, that already has revenue, that already has people that are customers. You could overlap with the owner for a bit, make say to them, I'll buy your business. And you, you know, you stay for a bit and teach me everything. If it's a, you know, a professional business, like, you know, I talk a lot about this a lot in my book. 
if you're a dentist, if you're a doctor, if you're a lawyer, you know, all of those people are going to leave their business. And they're especially like lawyers and dentists and people that are like one man bands with their team. uh, They they are dying to sell their business at the end. And you can then go there and be mentored by them, get all of their business. And it's not like starting from scratch. Starting from scratch is so hard. It's debilitating. I did it. I don't recommend it. I think there's better ways to do it. Like if I had to do my life over again, I would have probably partnered with one of my mentors. It was like an older producer, gone into business with them and then they leave. But I would have had already revenue. I had to do it like the hard way. I think also (laughs) that uh, people would say to me, well, I don't know how to buy a business. How do I know what it's worth? There are, just like there's real estate agents, there's business buying agents. Just Google it in your neighborhood. There are people that do this work for you, find a business for you, or if you already have a business, negotiate the whole deal for you and tell you how to do it. You know, now that my my son and I are getting our real estate licenses because I want him to take over my real estate. I didn't even know that part of the real estate license is learning, you know, you could you could go into buying business license. So that's a whole other business and a whole other way of becoming self-made on both sides. You buying the business and the person that has the business buying and selling businesses for you, that's an incredible way to become self-made too. So that's another way. I also think that if I had to do my life over again, Can I tell you, I don't get why we all early on don't buy franchises. I always say that if I had to do my life over again, I would own 10 McDonald's because I have interviewed a lot of people, a lot of women and ethnic women, because McDonald's has really gone after diverse people. They want people that look like the market and the customer in different regions. So they've really helped a lot of minorities and minority women become mega millionaires. And I love McDonald's. Everybody makes fun of me, but I love it. So I think uh, I would have loved being an owner of a lot of McDonald's. I don't know why we have to start a business again from scratch. Like I think of my own community in New York where they had bodegas and I'm like, why would you have a bodega? I mean, it's very fun because you go in there and you know, you feel like very at home but your 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 purchasing power is for one bodega. How can you compete with Costco? You know, uh, how do you compete with Walmart? How do you compete with all these huge supermarkets? You're always at a disadvantage, whereas you could have bought a 7-Eleven. They would give you color by numbers how to do it. They tell you how to do it. They teach you. They make sure you're successful. And over time, you could own five of them or 10 of them, and you're a multi, multi, multi-millionaire color by numbers. Why wouldn't you do that? You know, I got a call recently from McDonald's asking me if I wanted to buy some McDonald's. And unfortunately, at this point in my life, that's like starting all over again. So I didn't do it. But man, was I bummed out because had it been 20 or 30 years ago, I would have done it. That's a great way to become self-made franchises. And there's a great website uh, for franchises. It's like the International Franchise Organization. It tells you every franchise that's coming up, everything that's going on, what's the buy-in, the whole thing. And, And then you can go to these classes that these franchises have that tell you 
you know, how do you do it for that particular franchise? And boy, oh boy, is that a great way to become self-made? I don't get it. I don't know why more people don't do that. I mean, a lot of people do, obviously. But why don't young people start out thinking, I'm going to be a franchise owner? It's a big, big plus. And then I guess the other the other way that I always think of is investing. So, you know, we hear about investing in stock. We hear about investing in real estate. But I also don't think that, that we all think that who do we know that's super uber intelligent that is starting something that is that you believe in that horse? You know, like I've done this a lot. Like I don't invest in ideas. I invest in people, people that live, breathe and eat an idea because I know they're going to be successful. Even if that idea fails, they're going to be in successful at some point because they are passionate and I invest in passion and believe it or not if you have some money sitting around and you had given like five thousand dollars to one of these tech kids you'd be a, a big 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 multimillionaire right now so I also tend to invest little bits of money in people that I think are winning horses that I believe they're going to win the race and some of them have failed at the money I gave them, but I'm not worried about it because maybe the second or the third or the fourth thing they do, they're going to hit it. And I will also invest in that. So that's another way to become self-made while you're working for other people, while you're doing other things, is taking a couple of shots on people around you that you believe in. And then I think the other way is in today's world, you know, uh, for especially young people, I mean, there is no other way to become self-made than to be an influencer. And through social media, the opportunity that you all have to hit it out of the park exponentially is crazy. I mean, I've met more people that make 60, 70, $80,000 a month uh, posting things for companies. It's shocking. And it is a very hard job. People think, oh, they're an influencer. It is constantly making content. It is constantly having ideas. So it's not an easy path, but it is a lucrative path. The only cautionary tale that I have for all of you is that if you're an influencer, we don't know what's going to happen in the future. You also don't know how much you can sell something and then maybe the, the sponsors are going to want new people. So... What I recommend is take that moment, that self-made, I mean, that's like being an athlete. You're going to make a lot of money short term. Live beneath your means and invest that money in hard assets, real estate, stock, uh, betting on other horses that have real, like somebody who's got a tech, uh, you know, invention. And then I think last but not least in becoming self-made Again, emerging businesses, emerging cities, emerging markets. So right now we're in the cusp of a revolution. AI is a revolution that's about to explode faster than we can even imagine. Always take a look at things that are about to explode and go deep. I'm going to go deep on AI. I'm going to go deep on healthcare. I'm going to go deep on care for elder the elderly because I just 
lived out for two years with my parents and I realized the lack of, of, of opportunity for older people to live in a different way uh, and live in community well. So all of these areas are emerging, but emerging fast because technology is moving so fast that when it happens, it's going to happen quickly. Emerging cities, where are the places I should live where I can own property and in 20 years be multi, multi, multi-millionaire because it's growing. It's not a place where the real estate is so expensive that there's nowhere to grow. And emerging markets, who are the people I sell to that, are, that have the highest growth potential? In today's world, that's minorities. So think about all that. You have many ways to become self-made and there's many, many, many more. But I've given you a really good group to find your path to make yourself over and over the rest of your life and end up a big moneymaker. Moneymaker is a production of Money News Network. Moneymaker is written and hosted by me, Nelly Galan. Our executive producer is Morgan Lavoie. Thanks for listening. See you next time.